Welcome to the Cumberland County, Pennsylvania Chatter Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Minteens. I have the pleasure of introducing you to the inspirational and sometimes controversial stories and people who call Cumberland County, Pennsylvania home. I'm a freelance writer, and one of my recent articles for the Sentinel newspaper is about Newville, Pennsylvania's May 2021 primary in which residents will decide whether Newville's 88-year-old status as a dry community continues, as it's been since Prohibition in 1933, or whether it gets wet, allowing liquor sales within the borough. Today I'll chat with several people who live and work in Newville, a beautiful borough with a little over a thousand people. You shouldn't be surprised that Newville has been dry for so many years. According to the Pennsylvania Liquor Control website, As of November 2020, 681 of the 2,560 Pennsylvania municipalities are at least partially dry. Dry towns have existed in Pennsylvania since the 19th century. Then, at the end of Prohibition in 1933, all municipalities were designated wet. But state law made alcohol sales a local decision. Voters get to decide on dry versus wet. That's what Newville will decide this coming May. Scott Penner is the Dean of Students at Big Spring High School and the president of the Newville Borough Council. A lifelong resident, Penner has witnessed the evolution and the economic challenges the borough has faced. Let's hear some of the history of Newville from Scott Penner. Newville's got a pretty unique history in in regards to its liquor laws. Pre, I would say, uh, pre the interstate, so pre-1950s, Newville was really a pretty thriving town. It was a stop on the rails. It was a destination uh, for for a lot of folks from Philly, D.C., maybe not so much Newville itself, but uh, they would also head up to uh, like Dublin Gap or to Pine Grove, and this this was their their off station. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's there's been presidents have come through Newville and and all of that kind of stuff. You could go into the the history of Newville, but during that time. You know, Newville had movie theaters. Newville had bars. There was there's a stick state liquor store. Uh, there was a, a beer distributor. Liquor in Newville was not unheard of, and like I said, uh, economically at that time, Newville was doing pretty well. Then, in the post 1950s, the new interstate changed everything. Interstate comes, railroad shuts down. So now instead of People passing through Newville, they're they're four miles out of town, and that that has changed a little bit of the the uh, str- not a little bit. It's changed a lot of the structure right. of Newville, where it's become more of a bedroom community. You know, you could sit on the hill, and every morning between six and eight, you can see everybody leave town, and mm. <laughs> if you go back between three and five, you can see everybody go back into the town. So, can alcohol be an economic stimulant? Bob Darius is another longtime resident. The owner of Darius Real Estate, a family-owned business since 1974, he's lived in Newville almost 40 years. Real estate has given Darius a unique perspective on people's attitudes towards changing the liquor law. What do you think the effect is going to be? I think it would bring in more tourists to town. It would uh, allow people to come to town, have a meal, and have a glass of wine or or a bottle of beer. It would uh, encourage potential microbreweries to move to town and set up business. I think it's a plus any way you look at it. Changing Newville back into a destination, not just a pass-through spot, is a commonly heard desire. Scott Penner echoed Darius's comments about those in favor versus those against changing the liquor law. There is that 
that faction. For every one of those you meet, there's another group that says, we've got to do something to bring business back into town. Mm-hmm. And nine out of 10 people, when you ask them, they'll say that that is a big piece of that. Mm-hmm. They may not necessarily agree, or they, they may not even want to go to a restaurant and, you know, let's say get a beer or a glass of wine, but they feel that that is needed and restaurants aren't going to come unless you, unless you allow them. Right. Um, because, you know, a lot of them, that's where they, that's where they make their money. So. Right. And Borough Council President Penner has heard from potential microbrewery businesses. I believe in the last six months, we've had three or four different entrepreneurs who have come to us and have said, I would love to open, the, you know, a small microbrewery mm-hmm. in town. So when you change the law, let me know. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, that doesn't mean that, you know, we change the law and, you know, within a year we have four microbreweries. I mean, liking to want to do it and actually doing it are two very different things. Mm-hmm. So what's the effect going to be on local restaurants? Crystal Espinosa is the manager of Mancino's Italian Delight in Newville. With a long career in restaurants, she understands what changing the liquor law would mean for Mancino's. I've been in restaurant all my life. I definitely know the restaurant business, but, you know, it's unfortunate that this township doesn't allow uh, liquor. You know, it's a dry township. I've been here 11 years, not a, not particularly at this at this restaurant in the state um, for 11 years. I'm from Jersey, so I had my own restaurants in Jersey with liquor license. <laughs> so I know all about it. I would say it would probably double the business, especially just one ticket alone would double. Amber Kane is the co-owner of Kane's Corner Pizzeria in Newville. Open about five years, Kane is used to the obvious question, can I get beer with my pizza? All the time, yep. I mean, we are BYOB, so you can bring your own beer and wine in. Okay. But I have had a lot of people see if they could order a beer while they're getting their pizza, too. Right. Crystal Espinosa exuberantly added, you know, like 81, they get off the, or the turnpike that's right here, they get off and they come over for some pizza and they ask for beer. We don't have beer. You know what I'm saying? Thanks for listening to the Cumberland County Chatter. I'd love to hear your comments and suggestions for future guests. Please send an email to cumberlandcountypachatter at gmail.com or leave a message on my Facebook page named, you guessed it, Cumberland County PA Chatter.